Animals, the podcast that is here for all of us to enjoy adventuring into the world of therapeutics. My name is Jenny Walker, and as well as being your host, I am an advanced clinical massage therapist at Cornerstone Therapies here in Surrey. Over the past couple of months, you guys have been amazing with liking, commenting, following and subscribing through all the socials. And it's been great to see the interviews skyrocket around the globe. I know you're listening in new places around the planet this week, and it's great that you've joined us. Please make sure you give us five star ratings on the podcast platforms. And if you want to go and sponsor a coffee or two for the booth, um, then please go over to the Ko-Fi. And I know that would be really appreciated. So after two months of sharing the recording space with amazing people and hearing all their views, I have to say that it's been a little strange to sit down and write the scripts for the next eight episodes. We were taking an intrepid jaunt down the paths of chronic pain patterns, fascia and trauma. As we are about to enjoy a few pots of coffee together over the weeks to come and spend some time looking at some rather funky concepts, ideas and cool research, I think it's good to set out the roadmap of where we are going before we jump in. All good roadmaps are planned so that diversions become adventures, which means we know where we are headed and we can have a lot of fun along the way. Personally, I feel quite stilted when conveying my opinions on myofascial work, which is why I practice a more integrative form of physical rehabilitation. The science around myofascia is evolving and the terminology is ever-changing. There are symposiums, forums, hubs, schools, institutes and webinars filled with information that leaves my mind as a therapist reeling. There are so many ideas and concepts about this amazing bit of kit in our bodies and we ask our clients to just come along for the ride with us through our enthusiasm. Here at Therapy Unwound, we are delighted to be entering the educational space for therapists this coming autumn with webinars, live discussions and podcasts through the Cornerstone Therapies Academy. But this podcast right here is dedicated to the wonderful people we treat. And to be honest, that is an even tougher audience. If you are a client, you will be coming across some new words over the next few weeks. Extracellular matrix, fibroblasts, elastin, ground substance, somatic memory, substance P, keratinites are just a few of the examples. All of these will be dissected so that you can understand what we and all of your therapists are talking about. I feel this is really important that when you go in for your treatment, you can understand what is being told to you about your own body. I deplore the idea that vocabulary can be used in an academic hierarchy that creates a them and us positioning. So fret not, this is to empower you, not to belittle you. So where is this map taking us, I hear you ask? Well, today we are going to look at trigger points, which will lead us on to myofascial theory and onwards from there to some anatomy and then pain and trauma management. What's a knot? This is a pretty common question in the treatment studio here at Cornerstone Therapies from new clients. Back in the day, I see my clients glaze over as I hauled them through some overly enthusiastic science classes. But now I just go for the Star Wars analogy. It's easier to grasp and far more fun. In the only trilogy worth watching, the original four, five and six, the Death Star was where all hell manifested. It caused pain and chaos across the galaxy and it was the point that needed to be eradicated. 
TIE fighters were sent out to defend it, and these were annoying divergents that needed to be swatted away by Luke and Chewie. This is, in effect, trigger point theory. And by the way, we are Luke and Chewie, because in bodywork, it's teamwork between clients and therapists. The first word we are going to dissect comes in here, myofascial. The online dictionary says it is, and I quote, of or relating to the fascia surrounding and separating muscle tissue. So when you hear it, for simplicity's sake, think about all your connective tissue. Dr. Janet Travell was, apart from many other things, the personal physician to JFK, but she also brought us the trigger point theory. And in her words, a trigger point is a local area in an extremely irritable and painful nodule in a taut band of muscle tissue. She was an incredible woman who looked at myofascial pain patterns and mapped their pathways, giving therapists of all disciplines a clear way to look at pain and plan about how we treat it. Trigger points work is not just effective, it represents the meaning of dynamic therapy as it does not delineate between muscle, bone, fascia, viscera, it works with it all. This is why I wanted to highlight it during our very first episode for the new series on the podcast. For example, you may have a death star hanging out in the side of your neck in a muscle called the sternocleidomastoid or the SCM and your neck may be feeling slightly achy. But the headaches you are experiencing feel like they are consuming your skull up one side, creeping up like the shadow of a question mark. On really bad days, that pain goes across your forehead and jumps to the other side. This is an active trigger point. This is an active death star and it is actively giving you a lot of pain that needs to be controlled. My job is to listen to your experience, look at your patterns with you and then know where I should be treating to help reduce the pain. I use a lot of long-held pressure work with my clients for these death stars. I find them and then I compress them until the pain they cause goes down. For example, if I find one in your SCM, the pain pattern is excited and my client feels that familiar headache pain pattern. As I start to hold it, the pain can jump actually up to 8 out of 10 And as the compression is held, it goes down to around 4 out of 10. Personally, I find that if I treat them around about three times in a session and spend my time with them, they tend to go down and go away so that the Ewoks start dancing, especially if we have added heat from a hot stone with some passive stretching. Trigger points are often underrated and overlooked in the treatment room. The studies were done back in the 1950s and the maps that we follow now don't look very edgy. To be honest, trigger point work simply isn't that sexy as myofascial release on therapeutic forums. But this is also why I feel more comfortable being an integrative physical rehab therapist. I get to incorporate many disciplines to get the results for my clients. As soon as you put your hands on someone, you are exciting the whole body. We do not just release fascia. We release a complex architecture consisting of multiple facets. To say that a therapist is a fascial therapist is like saying a baker only bakes bread with flour, foregoing water and yeast. You cannot encourage or nudge the body into an adaptation to change and let it go of pain if the therapist has become so immersed in one part of your anatomy that they forget about the rest. When I help trigger points to release, 
in the semispinalis capitis, the very long muscle that runs from the base of your head down your neck vertebrae, you can absolutely guarantee that I'm looking for your nerves to release, your bony attachments to be adjusted, and for blood and lymphatic flow to improve, and for your breathing to lower as the pain dissipates. I am not looking for your semispinalis capitis fibres to do their thing in isolation. Trigger point work reminds us that we are a sum of all parts. As a therapist who is brought up with rolfing or structural integration, being part of our daily bread at home through my mother's skill as a body worker, I was acutely aware that movement is needed to help the body orientate itself away from pain patterns. With trigger point work, stretching and strengthening is needed as the balance to enable the surrounding matrix to function fully. Exercise isn't always about getting fit. It's about allowing your body to fill space that it wouldn't normally travel through. When was the last time you did dynamic neck movements? Not just the standard ear to shoulder or chin to chest neck stretches, but dynamically moved your head, neck, shoulders, spine around to allow your deep muscles to rotate. But why do we stretch out muscles and fascia sheaths that have trigger points within them? The answers are things called sarcomeres, filament bands within your muscle tissue that allow you to stretch and contract. Let's go back to when Han Solo and Princess Leia were stuck in the garbage dumpster. The walls were closing in on them. A sarcomere is the edge of the garbage walls and they are called Z-bands and they can get crushed together to create the nodules that we feel as knots. Stretching the garbage walls away from each other gives Han Solo and Leia a bit of breathing room and space to move about. Stretching helps the Z-bands, which helps the trigger points release, which reduces the pain. It's not an exact science, but it's the best we've got so far. If you want to go down the research pathway for this, Z-bands move along strands of actin and myosin chains, and they are powered through a process called ATP or adenosine triphosphate. And ATP is also known as the fuel for nerve impulses. Personally, it was taught to me to be the currency of cells. So this, my dear listeners and wonderful friends, is why we treat trigger points daily at the treatment room and why I think that we really need to know our maps as therapists. We need to be able to see and hear our patients and our clients' pain patterns and we need to be able to hone in very quickly on what can help them get out of pain. After all, that's our job. Over the next few weeks, we will be going a bit deeper into what fascia is, what the structure is around it, how we can make it more pliable, how we can say that it can help scar release, and basically go into the soft tissue of the body. I really look forward to explaining this with you and going on the journey with you. And I thank you very much for listening today. Have a great week. Stay safe and we'll be with you next Friday at 7am. Mm-hmm.